0: Today I'm back and it's Groundhog Day apparently because Donald Trump is indicted in Georgia and Joe Biden has no comment on the wildfires ravaging Hawaii. We've got all of that and more coming up and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and it's like I never left, because today, former President Donald Trump has now been indicted for a fourth time in just a few months, this time in connection with the Georgia 2020 election-related probe. In addition to Trump, more than a dozen others have been indicted, including Rudy Giuliani, Trump's former chief of staff Mark Meadows, Jenna Ellis, and Sidney Powell, all of whom now face racketeering charges under the racketeer influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act, also known as the RICO Act. Trump, in particular, faces multiple conspiracy charges and multiple counts of soliciting a public official to violate their oath. He also faces charges for allegedly making false statements to state, legislator- state legislators and officials. Now, as a refresher, one of these so-called smoking guns prosecutors claim proves Trump's guilt of pressuring a public official to violate their oath is his infamous January 2021 phone call with Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger a phone call in which Trump clearly believed there had been widespread voter fraud and illegitimate ballots counted. Listen. All I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have, because we won the state and flipping the state is a great testament to our country because you know, and there's, there's, there's just, a, it's a testament that they can admit to a mistake or whatever you want to call it, if it was a mistake. I don't know. Now, according to Fulton County Democrat DA Fannie Willis, what you just heard was a man engaged in a felony offense by asking an official to, quote, unlawfully alter, unlawfully adjust, and otherwise unlawfully influence the certified returns of the election. And not just a man who had seen the same things we all saw transpire strangely in the middle of the night. Magic ballots appearing out of thin air, pipes bursting, oops, election officials inexplicably calling it a night, all in places Donald Trump happened to be winning, only to have Biden take the lead the following morning with just the right numbers. But if you noticed any of that and had the opinion that, oh, I don't know, the Democrats weaponized COVID to push through unprecedented voting measures that made it easier for voter fraud to take place, that made it easier for ballot boxes to be stuffed with illegitimate votes, that made voting measures less secure, not more, and you also happen to think that, I don't know, perhaps Joe Biden did not get a record number, 81 million votes more popular than Barack Obama, then you too could be convicted of wrongthink Now, I'd get into the other charges in this indictment, but do they even matter? The two things you really need to know are these. The RICO charge, while seemingly strange on its face, is very, very intentional. You see, the racketeering charge comes with a mandatory prison sentence. Do you get it yet? Are you listening? are you still so naive that you don't think they will throw him in prison to keep him off of the ballot? Now, I realize this particular indictment comes with the promise of a mugshot, and it's good fodder to sit around and talk about how great it would be for Donald Trump to take that mugshot and throw it on a shirt and a coffee mug and a hoodie on on any piece of merch you can think of and fundraise the crap out of it. And you're right, it would be smart of him to do. But if you don't think that the Democrats are already 10 steps ahead in ensuring this ends exactly the way they want it to, that they don't give two about fundraising off a mugshot because they're too busy tying up loose ends to make it impossible for Trump to become president again, by hook or by crook, you would be wrong. Case in point, the second thing you need to know about this indictment, the Fulton County Courthouse posted the indictment on their website hours before the grand jury had even begun their voting process. Yeah. This indictment was identical to the one the grand jury handed down later on in the day. But don't worry. I'm sure that was just a coincidence. After all, nobody takes democracy and election integrity more seriously than, of course, the Georgia Democrats like Stacey Abrams. And I do have one very affirmative statement to make. We won. But I didn't lose. I got the votes. But we won't know exactly how many because of how they cheated. I did win my election. I just didn't get to have the job. We Word robbed of an election. She's using the word rigged, using the word steal. Do you think it's dangerous going into 2020? I, I don't because we can actually back it up. And so in response to what I believe was a stolen election, and I'm not saying they stole it from me, they stole it from the voters of Georgia. In fact, someone outside asked if I'm ever gonna concede. The answer is no. This is not a speech of concession. Because concession needs to acknowledge an action is right, true, or proper. And I will not concede because the erosion of our democracy is not right. Huh. I wonder when Stacey Abrams' false statement charges are coming. Here to discuss this and more, we have Yaku Bujans, Belize TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line. Also, Rick Lockery, young Republican's national chairman. And I just want to make sure there's not an emergency. No, I don't know what (laughs)
1: is that. There is an emergency. They're indicting Trump for no
0: reason. So Yaku's phone was like. Every time they indict Trump, my phone goes. (laughs) It happens
1: all the time, Sarah.
0: (laughs) You can't like you can't sleep without it going off because they're constantly indicting him. I'm so tired
1: of them indicting him. It's a disturbance.
0: Well, it's good to see you guys, Rick. It's been a while. It has. Um, We're glad that you're back in town. And, you know, I wish that it was under, I don't know, a little bit better circumstances that I, I go on this vacation. And listen, I'm not gonna say that it was relaxing, because it wasn't. It was absolutely exhausting, and I am more exhausted than I was the day that I left. But I did not want to come back from vacation. I'm gone for a week with my kids at Universal having fun. And I'm like, gosh, I don't know, like what are we even gonna talk about tomorrow on the show? Oh, night before, there's another indictment. Okay, cool. I guess we'll talk about it, Trump indictments again, because that seems to be, I don't know, the 50 millionth uh, indictment now.
1: Yeah, I, I just checked real quick and, and sorry for that. I mean, uh, but I just checked real quick. Uh, <laughs> Georgia is a single party consent state. So now this opens a can of worms here and we had a conversation uh, earlier. How far does this go? Uh, you could assume Maricopa County is probably hot on the hills. Any place where, and look at look at the, the list. So it's Sydney, Jenna Ellis, Rudy Giuliani. Those were the three that really went heavy on first. Can we just look and see if it was all fair game, right? So they indict all of them. So silence all the parties around. Um, so I would assume that, you would see this in any place where there's a single party consent state where they recorded phone calls that they are holding and will play later and uses leverage, but not on this on the Stacey Abrams or on any of those. Can we have some of those states where a Hunter or a Joe Biden was recorded and can we have those released? Of course not. So my concern for this, Sarah, is what I said before, is this is now he's not elected yet. This man makes it into the White House. I don't know that he has a single day. And he only had two years last year to actually do work. I don't know that he has a single day in a in a next administration where he would not fend the wolves off like this. It would be indictment on indictment. They'd indict him for jaywalking, for whatever. Mm-hmm. Rick, so.
0: Which, which Rick, just to, to kind of piggyback off of what you're saying, I think is why it's so incredibly frustrating to watch all of this Joe Biden everything that's coming out on the Biden crime family every day. It seems we have another piece of evidence to prove that this guy was doing exactly what we here at Blaze TV said he was doing four or five years ago. And the Republicans now in Congress are like, well, 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 we need let's wait and see what else comes out. Well, we we may want to think about an, an impeachment inquiry, maybe. And it's like, guys, they're trying to imprison their political opponent for freaking life for the rest of his life. And you guys can't even take what you see, actual evidence that you see seriously enough to do exactly what they did to you?
2: Well, I brought my Joe Biden glasses to protect me against <laughs> yeah. indictment.
0: Is that what it is? They work. Oh, she's they work. It's like magic. Oh, it's the aviators. Exactly. Oh.
2: <laughs> and I would contend, uh, contrary to what you said, okay. I would buy Trump mugshot Paraphernalia. You would. I'd love to wear a t-shirt with <laughs> Trump's mugshot. shot. I I, I think agree. that'd be so cool. Not that it's right, not right. that it should be happening, but I'm gonna buy it anyway. And you better believe Mr. Trump's gonna sell that stuff too. He
0: will, he will, and that's what I'm saying. He should, like he should, he should. I'm not saying that he shouldn't, I'm just saying like, we have to not lose sight of the bigger picture that like, as base as that's gonna be, to have a mug, I'll have it right here, and have a mug <laughs> with Donald Trump's mugshot on it. There's a cute little pun for you. Um, as cute as that will be, it like, what does that do? Other than fundraise for him for his legal bills. So here, mm, here's
2: correct. my thought on this. This is a, they're charging a federal crime. Mm-hmm. Trump was impeached and acquitted by the U.S. Senate for this issue. Exactly. This is over, this yeah. is done. Yeah. I think this goes to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the Supreme Court says. Constitutionally, he was a sitting president. The way you charge and try a sitting president is through the United States Congress. Mm-hmm. This, this is done, this is done. And it needs to, to
1: your point, it needs to go there and die. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, every, I made a joke and said, Billings, Montana may pop up and go, hey, we've got a reason to, but definitely, definitely your home state Pennsylvania. Uh, Pennsylvania. I mean, you better believe anybody where you were challenging anything and then they won't stop with him. They'll go after the Kerry Lakes and they'll, they'll just go you know, anybody that. But again, Stacey Abrams can cry that it's not right. It's not legal. Sarah, I, I hear you with a mugshot on the cup. I want the conservative movement to get to a place where it's not just we need to get past just thinking about capitalism and thinking about how it how it impacts our economy not that he he spent like a sailor so let's just also be real we've got to preserve a nation here Mm -hmm. this is about Mm -hmm. five years from now uh you know i come from a little country that has some some trouble at the moment and let me tell you when we were at this place after the government swung in 1994 uh, right and nelson mandela took over when we arrived to this place we didn't turn and correct it we went the other way and then We woke up one morning and they said, hey, we're changing the flag, changed the national anthem, toppled every statue, removed every mention of our founding fathers from the history books. Like poof, didn't exist. Mm -hmm. This is where this goes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If, If and so as we sit and go, well, let's just see if there's a little more evidence. Well, maybe we'll play hardball. Well, maybe we'll punch back. There'll come a day when if you punch back,
0: it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter it doesn't matter because you're too far past it. Um, and I don't disagree with you, um, Rick, that I think it, ultimately it will be overturned by the Supreme Court, but when, right? Mm. Like how long is it going to take mm. to get there? Uh, is, will he already be in prison? Will he already be serving as, like how, how far just down the line does this go before the Supreme Court is finally able to rule on it, right?
2: I think that, absolutely, I have no idea. No idea. The Supreme Court could come in and say, stop this tomorrow. They could wait five years. Uh, That's the scary part about this. You know, the election could come and go. Trump could be sitting in a jail cell for a year or two before the Supreme Court comes in and goes, this was handled completely wrong. Right, right. Um, And that's because they're not a political body and they shouldn't be. However, I would love for them to come in and say, look, this is a federal. You're alleging a federal crime by a sitting U.S. president. We can't have, to your point, every... You know, yeah. city DA across yeah. the United States I mean, indicting mm-hmm. a former president of the United States.
0: Yeah. Um, I want to uh, I want to throw up Donald Trump's response here on this latest indictment. He said, so the witch hunt continues. Nineteen people indicated tonight, including the former president of the United States. I love when he refers to himself like that. Uh, me by an out-of-control and very corrupt district attorney who campaigned and raised money on I Will Get Trump. And what about those indictment documents put out today, long before the grand jury even voted and then quickly withdrawn sounds rigged to me. Why didn't they indict 2.5 years ago? Because they wanted to do it right in the middle of my political campaign. Witch hunt, which mm-hmm. let's just, let's, let's hone in on that for a second because it's a great point. You mean to tell me it's just a coincidence that all of these indictments that are happening right now, all, the, the one in Georgia, the one about j six. Um, I can't even keep track of all of them, the classified document. Do you mean to tell me that it just so happens, it's just pure coincidence, that especially these ones that were investigations from January 2021 all happened to conclude at the exact same time? No,
1: That's what we're supposed to believe. Sarah, they have it lined up, Mm -hmm. and it's very, very strategic. That phone call was recorded the day it Mm -hmm. happened, Mm -hmm. which means the one who recorded it has had it, since the day it happened that is more than two and a half years ago and then he got acquitted by by the house you know in congress right no this is a beautiful the the end justifies the means Mm -hmm. this means and this is why i'm saying it won't so how many other phone calls have been recorded where they just go here's another one yeah they this is like a marketing campaign it's called drip marketing where you just release this now three and i will say this if, if the current U.S. Congress, which is conservative, right, does not push Barely. the Supreme Court to get involved, right, mm. right, they will delay it. It will be smart on their point to delay it. Delay it. Let him sit. Let him, you know, flail and fight, you know, Georgia for 15 months before it goes to the Supreme Court. Why not? They don't want it wrapped quick. Remember Hillary, when Hillary, you know, when things got wrapped a little too quick when he was running against certain like, wait a minute, we thought that was gonna carry all the way into the general, but it didn't. Now what do we do? So no, you, this is what I mean. You're gonna see this coming over and over. Who knows what else? I mean, so I, I'll say this again. Where's Mitch McConnell? Where's Lindsey Graham? Where's this wonderful Speaker of the House that they so love that I can't stand? You're not hearing them standing up for justice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're silent. Yeah.
2: They're nowhere. Yeah, Rick, last word. I pray for Donald Trump, mm-hmm. I really do. What a good man being put through the gauntlet right now. Mm-hmm. I, um, I pray that the Supreme Court steps in sooner rather than later. I don't think they do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I tend to agree with you. I think we're gonna have to fight this fight uh, without them unfortunately um, all right let's go ahead and on that wonderful uh, awesome note let's go ahead and take a quick break and we'll be back with more depressing news <laughs> maybe I don't know uh, first I want to thank our sponsor Patriot mobile so every day you know we hear about another familiar brand selling out their customers and just going woke completely betraying you the hard you know hard-working American who you're taking a portion of they're taking a portion of the money that you're paying them you're working Hard to pay them for, and they're donating it to left-leaning causes. Well, guess what? You don't have to do that anymore when it comes to your mobile phone. A lot of people think, well, there's only like three carriers, and I have to use one of them because I have to have nationwide service. Well, you can actually switch to Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They have nationwide coverage on all three major networks, so you're going to get the same coverage that you've been accustomed to in your area, minus the leftist propaganda. And in fact, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, they're not gonna donate it to those left-leaning causes. They're actually gonna take—Yaku knows this—a portion of your bill, and they're gonna donate it to, uh, you know, uh, organizations that support free speech, that support religious freedom, that support the sanctity of life, and they have been. Yaku, how instrumental have they been in flipping uh, school boards to conservatives? There's
1: there's no other for-profit company that has helped flip school boards in favor of children in the nuclear family than Patriot Mobile. Nobody. And with us, you know, they go to the border with us. They literally help aid, aid us in rescuing children from human trafficking. So, no, they do phenomenal work.
0: They are actually putting their money where their mouth is and I'm telling you, you can keep your phone, you can get a new one, you can keep your number. Um, it's 2023, so you can really structure it however you would like, but I'm just telling you, go over to patriotmobile.com slash news. You can get free activation with the offer code news. Go check them out over at patriotmobile.com slash news. So we just talked about um, someone who is being persecuted because he is the political opponent of the regime that is in charge. So let's now, in contrast, talk about how you get treated by the judicial system if you are in fact friendly with the regime in charge, or in this case, family of the regime in charge, Hunter Biden. So since we last left you, I feel like I need to like get, let's all get on the same page here since I've been gone. Um, They, uh, Merrick Garland has appointed David Weiss as the special counsel, which was a fascinating, random, I'm sure, again, coincidental development um, that previously Merrick Garland had said, well, David Weiss could have been, uh, you know, there could have been a special counsel at any time. Like this could have been, oh, um, right now I'm choosing to appoint him as special counsel. So you had that happening. And then you also had uh, Hunter Biden's lawyers put put a new filing into the court saying that, um, well, the diversion agreement that we had originally agreed upon with the prosecution um, actually is already in effect because it was already signed by both parties and now it's binding, and we could just put that to bed because previously the judge had said, You guys are not on the same page about this diversion agreement and what it means as far as immunity for later charges later on down the road. So you guys need to hash this out and make sure you're on the same page. Defense was like, actually, no, it's binding already. We already we already did this, so we can't undo it. Well, special counsel David Weiss has now said uh, officially that he has rejected the Hunter Biden defense team claims that this plea agreement, or at least the diversion agreement, uh, had already gone to into effect. So this is another signal. This case actually might be headed for a trial, but I can't help but think that this is like, oh, ooh, a trial, as if the, any, anything is going to happen from it, right? Like, I still don't think the cards are stacked against him by any means.
1: At this point... I'm starting to feel like this is actually helping Joe. Yeah. Honestly, in a weird way. In in, in a so, let it go to trial. It's a smoke trial. It'll be a smoke trial. Who's the judge? I can promise you, they're gonna cherry pick somebody who they've got all kinds of dirt on, you know, and in that jury stacking, and you know. They want to stack the Supreme Court. Why would you not see a jury leaning in a guy's favor? And it's a diversion off of the, the incompetence and the, the lack of cognitive ability of a sitting president of the United States while other big things are going on around the world. And mm-hmm. I know Americans don't care much about this, but you should. This week, starting tomorrow, the BRICS coalition is meeting in South Africa. You're talking about 70 countries Mexico being one of them, for the first time ever, Mexico is looking to join BRICS, which means America. Mexico is looking to join Brazil, Russia, Mm -hmm. India, China, South Africa, right? And now that's our border. That's the leaders of the world just south of our border looking to tie hands with Putin and Xi Jinping. While we're looking at, you know, a crack smoking you know, court case and a president that can't find the back door to his own house, this is what's
2: happening. And uh, it's gonna affect our country. The BRICS thing is really, really concerning. Especially with Mexico. Um, But allowing China and Russia to partner is a strategic failure on the part of our State Department. Mm -hmm. Terrible, terrible policy there. But going back to the, the special counsel, I think this is obvious. It's as soon as Kevin McCarthy comes out and says, we're looking at impeachment, that's when the special counsel gets uh, appointed because that allows the Department of Justice and Merrick Garland to say no, we're gonna stop feeding you guys information, data and evidence on Joe Biden and Hunter Biden corruption. Mm -hmm. This is, it's a stall tactic Mm -hmm. and Congress and the DOJ, they're gonna butt heads on their ability to subpoena and then that's gonna have to go to the Supreme Court and that's gonna get weighed in on by the Supremes Uh, And here we are. We're we're at a stall tactic where we can't even impeach or or have impeachment proceedings, which are the formal processes for investigating wrongdoing by a sitting president of the United States.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I want to play to that point. I want to play a clip for you here. CBS News, uh, Catherine Herridge who I think shares your, the same sentiment that you just shared here, Rick, uh, that the, the, you know, a formal federal prosecutor had, had shared with her that the appointment of the special counsel was just a delayed tactic, watch. A former federal prosecutor I spoke to just before this event said to me the appointment of a special counsel would have the effect of delaying a resolution on the Hunter Biden matter in his opinion. And it would certainly delay any anticipated testimony from the U.S. attorney in Delaware to Republicans on Capitol Hill who have been seeking that testimony for several months. So it's an extraordinary development considering where the two parties were two weeks ago to wrap up this year's long case, now to the appointment of a special counsel that will have these broad authorities, most importantly, to continue this ongoing investigation, Margaret. So I can't help but wonder, and maybe this is something that the Democrats are toying with right now because they don't know the answer, but every time I see the, you know, something happen in this Hunter Biden case, Um, Or anytime I see a new piece of evidence come come through on how Joe Biden was connected to it all, because let's not forget, I mean, that's kind of the crux of the issue. Right. I don't really care that, you know, the the former vice president, now president's son has addiction issues and has all sorts of weird crap on his laptop like that. None of that. I mean, it's weird. I'm going to be honest. It's weird. But none of that really concerns me. The fact that we have national security issues because there was an influence peddling scheme, the fact that you can tie Joe Biden to these foreign business nationals on the phone, Um, the fact that you have a paper trail of money being funneled into these bank accounts that were owned by these shell companies that make it very weird and very hard to like weave out whose money was who. Um, That's what concerns me so much. And I and I have to wonder at what point the Democrats are like, okay. we Like, Joe is now, he's he's too tainted. He's baggage. We got to cut him loose. We got to just, he can just hang on this and we're going to go with someone like Gavin Newsom, who I know, Yaku, you've been saying for a very long time, you think they, they obviously want him to run. It's why he claimed he wanted to do that debate with DeSantis. Like, he clearly, he's running ads in Florida. Yep. Like, I got it. But... You have to wonder when the Democrats are going to make that adjustment, because every day I feel like, God, it's got to happen soon if it's going to happen, right?
1: I I am so on that train with you. I think it's a time game, and that's why I'm saying it's playing in Joe's favor. But it's also in the party's favor to have the focus on Hunter. The more we're not discussing, we're not discussing national security. When last did you hear national security breach? Right. They're not. We're not discussing. I don't care about Hunter Biden. It's his father, who's now the president, that exposed our whole nation to secrets to China. But we're not talking about that. Right. So special counsel, delay it, more talk. They're buying time. I'm telling, I, I'm standing on this. They, the left, are going to ostracize Joe Biden. They're gonna declare him medically unfit, but they're positioning, it's a time game. So they're using Hunter at this moment. You know what, don't let a disaster go to waste. Mm-hmm. Use Hunter, take the heat off of the president, which means off of you know, that branch of government, which right. just happens to be a little bit important. <laughs> Nobody's talking about our vice president anymore. Nobody's talking about, you know, uh, the border anymore. All that is gone. By time, by time, pivot, attack Trump at the same time, and then, you know what, Joe's a little ill, Gavin Newsom, right in. He's smooth, he's, a, he's, he's the white Obama. Yes. He's smooth, he talks, they like him, he's likable. He survived a recall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is not good.
0: Yeah,
2: Rick. Do you have no faith in our vice president, Kamala Harris?
0: How dare you, how dare you?
2: It's waning.
0: It's, it's, it's yeah, just a little bit.
2: I, I, I love that theory, not that I love it, but yeah. I, I, I think you're on, the, yeah, you're on the right track. Um, but I think Joe Biden, if you have followed Joe Biden's career, he is a political leech. Mm-hmm. He will hang on by a thread and then surprise you in the end. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've been talking about before the corruption stuff got big, we were talking about his age and mental capacity. And all of my friends have constantly asked me, you know, aren't they going to replace him? Isn't he too old? I kept saying, no, Joe Biden's been running for president since he was elected to the U.S. Senate back in the late seventies. He is running and he's running hard. Uh, I mean, for the amount of time per day he's coherent (laughs) but he's running and you know if the Democrats are going to push him off it's going to be it's going to have to be this this cataclysmic very very strategic push Mm -hmm. that completely Mm. annihilates him and I think the only way you do that is you allow the United States Congress to impeach him Mm. and possibly remove him allow Kamala to be president for Arrested. a couple months to a year, yeah. Yeah. and while simultaneously running Gavin Newsom for president.
0: Yeah, well, um, nothing, only time will tell uh, who, who is right and who is wrong in this. But again, I, I think that's a great theory because I always say on the show, I'm like, how do you get through the optics of passing over Kamala, if Joe steps down or gets removed or whatever, how do you how do you get past those optics? That would be a way. Um, Alright, let's go ahead and take another quick break. We'll be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor, here. So, um, those of you who maybe you're one of millions millions of Americans who are just living in constant pain and you just think that's just the way life is and it bleeds into your every single aspect of your life because it makes you more grumpy and you don't have as much patience with your family. I get it. I was in a car accident a long time ago, and I messed up some discs in my back, and I understand how pain can affect every single aspect of your life. Might I suggest, though, that you try Relief Factor? It's worked for me. It's worked for many people actually here at Blaze. It's worked for Glenn Beck. It's worked for Pat Gray. Um, And what it does, it it actually targets the inflammation in your body, which oftentimes is the root cause of your pain. So you're not taking a topical, you're rubbing a topical cream on for 10 minutes. It feels really awesome. And then you're in pain again. Or you're like, I know, I'll take an ibuprofen extra strength. That'll work out well. Don't do that. Try Relief Factor. They've got a three-week quick start over at their website. It's 19.95. 70% of the people who order that three-week quick start go on to reorder it because it's working for them. So the odds are in your favor that it can change your life by getting you out of pain. Go to relieffactor.com. Get that three-week quick start over at relieffactor.com. The standoff at
2: the border is heating up between Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the federal government.
0: Politicians
2: will never let a crisis
0: At least 99 people are dead. Thousands more have been forced to evacuate the island of Maui after deadly wildfires raged throughout Hawaii. Now, there, um, there are believed to be thousands more that they are trying to locate, um, are presumed missing. And this is the deadliest fires, c- case of wildfires, Uh, In the United States in the last century um, and Moody Analytics estimate the economic cost to Maui could come up to seven billion dollars. Now, you would think, as with other um, emergencies Mm -hmm. in this country, East Palestine, Ohio, perhaps, that the president could be bothered to do something. I don't know. Well, he did do something. He was at the beach. It wasn't Maui, obviously. It wasn't on fire. So uh, he decided to go to uh, his beach over in Delaware and took some nice, relaxed... I mean, you know, when you work the hours of 12 and 4 p.m. and you only work, like, I don't know, four days a week, and you do work those four hours each day, it can be very grueling. It can be very taxing. So he is, of course, uh, having fun at the beach as Maui is literally on fire. And then you might think after that he might have something to say as the commander-in-chief, as the president of the freaking United States about these deadly fires? Well, he was asked, and this is what he had to say, watch. President, any comments on the rise death valley? No. Will you come talk about the Hawaii response, Mr. President? No, no comment. That is your leader of the free world, ladies and gentlemen.
1: You know, the interesting, it's so indicative because Maui is the most liberal state in the United States. And you can only imagine the governor, the House, the Senate, they're going, wait a minute, it's us, dude. We're on your, we, you're not gonna come help us. And this is where I say they will eat their own.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. They, they don't care. It's, it's their God is their political motive. They. It doesn't matter. Number one, the man doesn't have the ability to even put three sentences together. Here's the concern though. This, this my, my in-laws got stuck. They were there and took them three days to get them. Praise God, they got out. Out. They were there in the fires. But I equate this disaster to Katrina. It's cataclysmic. Yeah. I mean, this is like insane. And, and remember, if you see that the fire went all the way to the ocean front. Yeah. it scorched everything. This is like Katrina proportion and the president goes, no comment. We're not talking about, what do you think about the Yankees losing a game?
0: Right. 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 I mean, you, can't, you would imagine, even if someone caught you unprepared, which they shouldn't, because if you're the president, you know this is going on, We're right? We're
1: praying for Hawaii. Exactly. We're praying for Maui. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Maybe the president should say, hey, all you leeches who are now trying to steal the people's land and buy property from people in Maui, all you Black Rocks and Vanguards, oh, that's right. They're his friends. Right. He wouldn't speak out against that, but how do you have no comment?
2: It's shocking. No comment. No comment. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But Oprah's house was spared.
0: Oh, thank God! Everything's okay. Oh, great.
2: Good. She's buying up land in Maui, and none of it was touched, which is so interesting.
1: You're making a point. There's multiple videos from years gone by, and I have my in-laws go there. We they've placed there where they have sounded the alarm bell saying, we're understaffed in fire and rescue. We're under, and then you go look at the response time of fire and rescue. And that's a mm-hmm. liberal state, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Let's run it. It's kind of like the California fires in Newsom. You're on your own, man. Yeah. When there's a fire, good luck. Because yeah. they ain't coming. Because they don't value fire and rescue, law enforcement, law and order. It's sad.
0: No, You know, I mentioned East Palestine, Ohio, um, and obviously there was the toxic, you know, uh, train derailment there, which... The president said at the beginning that he did plan to visit and then just, like, never went and never said anything else about it, uh, thought that Americans would just forget. Well, I'm sure East Palestine, Ohio, has not forgotten, uh, Mr. President, that you told them that you would come and visit and you still have yet to say anything about it or actually follow through with your promise. I can guarantee you the people in that town didn't forget about your uh, BS promise, but... I guess I have to hand it to the Biden regime that at least now with this particular issue, you have White House press secretary. She's at least being honest. She's like, no, actually, Joe Biden doesn't have any plans to, to visit those poor people who just had their entire you know, livelihoods taken from them in a fire. No, nah, he doesn't plan to do that. Watch.
2: Does he want to travel there eventually to survey the damage anymore? Survivors. So obviously I don't have anything to announce at this time. Look, we're going to continue to have conversations with the oh, administrator, good. certainly the governor in, in Hawaii, mm-hmm. on uh, what the opportunities might be, what that may look like uh, for a trip. But right now we just don't have anything to share.
0: Nothing to share.
2: <laughs> it's
1: so preposterous that it's hard to put it in, in, in context. We're talking, can we just pause for a second? We're talking about the president of the United States. In his term, American lives are lost. Yes, natural disaster, fire, wind, you can't control that, but you can control fire and rescue and you can definitely come in with compassion Mm -hmm. and love. Oh, the love party, love everybody, right? And maybe we pray for you, send resources to say just nothing, nothing. Right. Uh, How how do you put that in context? That is uh, my take on it is, there you go, America. That's what they think of you. Truly. You are a zero. Truly. Your vote, your name doesn't matter. Your life, the breath in your lungs is only there. And if you're dead, they'll make you vote, too. They'll count it, (laughs) too. I said it.
0: right. Yeah. I well. And to your point. You know, I do notice, Rick, that Joe Biden did make it a point to travel all the way to Ukraine to meet with Vladimir Zelensky about what's going on in his country. Yep. But he can't be bothered to deal with his own freaking people. Curious.
2: Well, I think they just need to put a hard hat back on Mayor Pete's head and send him out to Hawaii like they did to Ohio. That helped a lot. I, I think that...
0: You with know, his boots, the, his cute little fancy boots.
2: The normal response from the White House podium is, we don't want the president and his entourage to to negatively impact rescue efforts. Right. And to stand there, I mean, this is a real faux pas on the part of the press secretary, not that she's known for, you know, <laughs> messing up. But it, it, you gotta stand up there. And to your point, you know, we are sending prayers and love right. and our thoughts. and.
0: We're providing assistance however yes. the governor needs. Yeah. You, know,
2: you know, they probably are in the back, in the no, back Rick, room. Yeah, no, Rick, I'm sorry, Bob. Sorry, buddy. I'm making assumptions <laughs> now. I'm if you're a praying man, they're not praying
1: because they're godless people. They're godless. We have godless leadership in this country. They're they, they showing. You know, the greatest thing George Bush ever did was to stand on a smoking rubble and 9-11 with Rudy Giuliani and say, we're for you. We're with you it galvanizes a country if they had two brain cells which joe doesn't right they would actually say this is a moment of uniting people behind us oh it's our own people sorry i didn't mean but they they don't they, they don't pray they don't say they pray because they don't pray absolutely
2: yeah. and they they don't want prayer at home in our schools and our public institutions we can go on and on about that mm-hmm. but uh you know my thoughts and prayers are with Maui and the people of Hawaii.
0: Yeah, as as are all of ours um, here at Blaze TV. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take another quick break we'll be back with more but we do want to thank our sponsor of this segment pure health this is a liver health formula that they that they make and um, so if you are one of you know I know a lot of people you suffer from low energy brain fog maybe you've got some unexplained extra flab that you just can't get off no matter how hard you try what you might not realize is the problem actually could be your liver because believe it or not your liver is the foundation for good health it performs like over 500 key functions in your body filtering toxins breaking down nutrients keeping your cholesterol in check, but over time, A, your liver can start to wear down, B, you may like wine or tequila. I don't know. And that's, I'm told that that's not good for your liver. And so when you get, you got, you've you got energy crashes, belly fat, uh, problems with memory and concentration, what you need is actually liver health formula. Uh, it contains 11 powerful herbs and nutrients clinically proven to recharge and revitalize your liver. It also helps protect against fatty liver, which is a silent epidemic affecting 100 million Americans. And you don't know it. The most important thing to me is that Liver Health Formula is manufactured in the United States of America, so you can trust the quality of this product. You can try Liver Health Formula and receive a free bottle of blood sugar formula to reduce sugar cravings when you order today over at getliverhelp.com slash news. That is getliverhelp.com slash news. So we got a couple minutes here, and as you guys know, I just came back from vacation, and I was just, you know, sometimes you something happens to you and it just makes you reflect on just how crappy the government is, the federal government in particular, and big bureaucracy, and you're just like, I, I can't believe that my tax dollars are paying for this. So I'm at uh, Orlando Airport waiting to go through security. I go through security. My bag always gets picked for them to like pull out and check. There's always something. I don't know. I've got makeup and I've got, you know, my little mini um, bottles that uh, I definitely don't drink on the flights because that's not allowed. Um, But we take them to the hotel room later. And so I know the rules like I'm always very particular. I stood there for, I kid you not, 45 minutes while TSA pulled open and checked these people's spices that they had bought individually, took them, tested for explosives with the little rag that they do, right? They, that came up, they were fine. So then they took up, they poured a little piece of the spices out. Every single one of them, there were about 15 of them and had their little dropper. And they used the little dropper to make sure that it wasn't explosives. And I finally asked the lady, I was like, I, what is it that you have in these bags that makes them so perplexed? They had their big manual out. They're like, we don't know how to handle spices. What do we do? And so um, it was spices because they live in Mexico and they can't get good spices in Mexico and they like to cook Indian food. And we waited for 45 minutes for the TSA agents to figure out what was going on with the spices. Then my bag came up and I had a 100 mil bottle, okay, and um, of of liquid. And he said, you can't have this. And I said, yes, I can. I looked at the TSA website, and it says you can have up to three ounces or 100 mils. And he goes, oh. And he looks at it, and he, I'll just say it was uh, tequila. And he said, but it's 80 proof. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, first of all, I don't even know that it is, but that's not a rule. I kid you not, this guy had lead officer on his uniform and he still had to call another guy over there who went to his phone to the TSA website in which I already searched to go look it up and then they ended up giving it back to me because I was right and nobody there knew what they were talking about. This is an organization that has a 95% fail rate. Why in the world do we still have TSA?
2: Because they want your tequila.
0: They do them. I'm like guys. I'm just trying to have a good time on vacation, okay? And drinking at a hotel is expensive, so I'm just trying to save some money where I can. I could not believe it, and it was just one of those moments where you go like, "Wow, this is our tax dollars at work."
1: You know, I fly a lot, okay? Yes. And I joke about the inconsistencies. I'm You're like, so I, I fly and they go, "Oh, you can't fly with this." I'm like, "This is a connection flight in a carry-on bag," and I. I,
0: I already got, took it through.
1: I got here. Yes. <laughs> so yes. how did I get here? Yes. Yes. I and mean, they look at me perplexed. I go, it's interesting one, isn't it?
0: Yeah. You need and, th- to think well, about and then they'll go, like, you need to take your laptops out. And then at the next airport, they're like, no, keep them in your bag. You, do, you Don't take them out. Don't take anything out. No, I'm like, it's guys, guys, this
1: show. is a joke. It's a circus show. It was a joke. People will label you a prepper with all the information you're c- sharing today. You, you're well prepared when you go on these trips.
0: I, you know, I try to be.
2: Yeah, you're a danger to the regime.
0: I, you know, I that is. I'm sure I'm on a list. Um, I'm actually oh, I'm you're, pretty sure oh, I'm on
2: multiple lists. You're so. not on a
1: list.
0: Let's check. You're yeah. on
1: lists. I'm Your on, lists have lists. So the do lists, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. In case you were thinking about going to go see the uh, Snow White remake from Disney, here is the uh, lead actress, watch. I mean, you know, the, the original cartoon came out in 1937, and very evidently so. <laughs> um, there is a big focus on her love story, Um, with a guy who literally stalks her. (laughs) Yeah. Weird. Weird. Super weird. So we didn't do that this time. So no, prince or a different kind of prince? We have a different approach to what I'm sure a lot of people will assume is a love story just because, like, we cast a guy in the movie, Andrew Burnap. Great dude. Um, It's uh, it's one of those things that I think everyone's going to have their assumptions about what it's actually going to be, but uh, it's really not about the love story at all, which is really, really wonderful. And whether or not she finds love along the way is anybody's guess. Until 2024. Um, all of Andrew's scenes could get cut. Who knows? It's Hollywood, baby. Oh, that's adorable.
1: Oh, don't you like to be schooled by a Kid was born two days ago and then sounds a lot like Kamala Harris, talks a lot with nothing. Yeah,
0: that's adorable. So I'm gonna mark that off my list of movies to go see, Uh, but it was Disney, so it didn't stand a chance in my house to begin with. Um, Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Rick, make sure that you tell everyone about your convention that's going on.
2: Yes, uh, the Young Republican National Convention is happening this weekend here in Dallas, downtown Dallas at the Omni. So, very excited. I am finishing my
0: website real quick. We got
2: five seconds. www.yrnf.com.
0: Awesome. Thank you, guys. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.